Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. We have two innovative products, one of them being a video paywall. So it's literally a snippet. You just fill in a form. You don't need to be technical at all. You fill in a form. It generates a snippet for you from our platform, and you can copy paste this into any website, and your paywall is live. The second uh, innovative product we have is a subscription plan in Lightning. I mean, literally, it doesn't exist. Today, every single Bitcoin company that accepts subscriptions for whatever kind of business model they have, whether it's content or whether it's access to a platform, etc., they only accept subscription payments in fiat. And it's not because they don't like Bitcoin. They're Bitcoin native companies. It's just that there's no solution out there for that. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Pierre Corbin, who's the co-founder of the Bitcoin Film Fest and the creator of the documentary, The Great Reset and the Rise of Bitcoin. If all of that seems sort of familiar to you, it's probably because it is. Just a couple of months ago, I interviewed Pierre and his Bitcoin Film Fest co-founder, Tomic, about the Film Fest, but I found out after the fact that Pierre had this other project going as well, and it seems extremely relevant for business owners. Now, one thing you're going to hear about today is something called Noster Wallet Connect. In just a few weeks, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about that concept with Moritz Kaminsky from Albi. So just uh, be aware of that development and how it might be influential to businesses and might be especially relevant for your business. Of course, before we get to our interview with Pierre, we do have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And even before that, I want to give a shout out to those who have been supporting the show on Fountain in the last week. Thanks to those who've been streaming stats to the show, including Ilde Pickman, No Waste BTC Signs, user 8095109898, and Danilo TG. Thank you also to those who have sent boosts. Both Hoddle, Alvarado, and Piez sent boosts this week about last week's interview with Kendall Pappas. Hoddle Alvarado said, great podcast. Going to have my daughter listening to this one. And Piez said, thank you both for sharing this amazing story. God bless. Thanks again to all those who have been supporting the show on Fountain. If you would like to be included in that number, I encourage you to listen to the podcast on Fountain and either stream sats as you listen or send a one-time boost. And if you include a message with that, I'll be sure to read it on this show. Now for this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, we're going to Nevada County, California. Come to where gold country meets the future of money with the Nevada County Bitcoin Meetup. 
They meet at 1849 Brewing Company in Grass Valley, California, every third Thursday of the month. It's family friendly, so make sure to bring those Bitcoiners in training with you. The Nevada County Bitcoin Meetup is a Bitcoin-only group, so they won't be entertaining any deep dives into crypto projects, and they'll be happy to explain why at any meeting. Check them out on Meetup or on Twitter at NevCoBTC. You can find those links down in the show notes, along with the link to the Oshi app, which you can use to find a Bitcoin Meetup near you. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Pierre right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Pierre, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Josh. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. How are you? Doing well. So listeners to this show will... Uh, think that your name sounds familiar. Just probably in the last month and a half, we've had a conversation with you and Tomic as well about the Bitcoin Film Fest. We've talked about your uh, project and some future projects you're working on right now. But then soon after that, I found out you're behind another project that is incredibly relevant to business owners. I'm excited to get into that with you today. Before that, we usually start off this interview with a few questions that, that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives so you ready for these? Yeah. Sweet. First question, when and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? So first time I learned about Bitcoin, I remember uh, I was sitting in my brother's bedroom. I was still a teenager. Uh, so was he. And uh, yeah, he was scrolling on his phone. I mean, scrolling wasn't a thing back then, but he was on, on the web on his phone. And um, and yeah, he just mentioned that ah, there's like this uh, this money that was created and people now are just selling it out and they're making a killing with it. And that was, I think, 2012, more or less. Yeah. So that's the very first time I, I heard about it. And then I heard about it some more because my brother, in fact, got into Bitcoin mining, um, but then got wrecked in 2013 mm. after, after the high. And so he like, yeah, lost interest after that. Uh, yeah. So that, that's the first time I heard about Bitcoin. Question number two, what's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? A 21 million, you know, absolute scarcity and what this represents. I think that's, uh, I mean, yeah, not a lot of people, we're not used to that, uh, I think, in general, especially when we're talking about money. So there's just a lot of concepts that follow it that people don't don't understand. And yeah, and I think uh, that for me, that was really, and even if, uh, you know, you think of the documentary that I made, The Great Reset and the Rise of Bitcoin, that was essentially the point. It was, you know, absolute scarcity, 21 million, and what this means for an inflationary world versus what it could be if we had absolute scarcity in our money. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, 21 million. What's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? Uh, I mean, that's obvious, my own documentary. <laughs> in and fact, it's true, the, the, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And, and you've said, you've raised the point that it's the most watched documentary, Bitcoin documentary of all time. Is that correct? No. So not of all time, uh, but uh, since the last uh, bull run, yes. Uh, okay. But okay. of all time know? is uh, the rise and rise of Bitcoin. I mean, I think it okay. still is. Uh, and on YouTube, it's at like 15 million views or so, which is I know it, five times yeah. more than mine. It's it's hard to know this, but because there, are, I think your documentary is posted in a variety of different places. But do you know approximately how many views it's gotten entirely? Yeah, I think now we're at two point two million views. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's, I mean, it's amazing, especially when I released it. I was hoping to have a hundred thousand views. You know, so it's uh, <laughs> yeah, way beyond. That's that. way cool. 
So yeah. question number four is beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource tool or idea that's been helpful to you or your work recently? Um, I think, but that's also out of pure interest. I don't think that's something that's necessarily important for everyone. Um, but it's uh, programming in general, just, uh, you know, it's something that uh, um, allows you to think, I mean, it allows you to break down big problems into smaller bits. And uh, I don't know, I, I know that it's helped me in approaching any kind of problem and organizing and structuring my work beyond just programming, simply because, you know, I, I see what it is I want to make. And I'm, I think, more easily than, than most capable of seeing what are each of these elements and then what elements make these smaller elements and just go down to then more easily be able to bring everything together. So I do a lot of uh, bullet list, bullet point lists, essentially. Um, yeah, so nothing crazy there, I guess. <laughs> So we switch up the final question for repeat guests. So question number five is what is the part of the Bitcoin rabbit hole you've been going down most recently? Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily, yeah, I guess it is a traditional Bitcoin rabbit hole point. Uh, but especially in the context of, of Flash and everything that, that we're doing there, it's, you know, as I mentioned, 21 million is uh, what is not understood enough. Um, I think the next point, and it also, it's natural in the going down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, I believe, is, you know, you get into Bitcoin for the gains. That's why most people get into Bitcoin. Then you stay for the technology and the revolution. Um, but it's, it's much easier. And most people enter Bitcoin from the macro perspective, which is the 21 million. Um, but I think, you know, the more you stay in Bitcoin and the more you learn about it, the more you start experimenting with spendings. And, and I think this is where, you know, especially the lightning network is, uh, is very interesting and shows, shows a lot of promise simply because you can, I mean, I think, and that's what we're trying to do is you can really change how we interact with, you know, the internet in general, simply uh, by adding these instant payments, just like you can send a DM, you can send a payment. I think it can change a lot of the dynamics of how we work on the web and, and generally. So that, yeah, that, that's a quite, quite a big rabbit hole. And, and especially it's an interesting one because there's so much we don't know about it that we can invent it ourselves. Uh, so it's much more about imagination than just, uh, you know, learning hard facts about the economy, macroeconomy, et cetera. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high-net-worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. 
But here's what truly sets them apart. Vela's Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project's success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vela's Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to velascommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at velascommerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. All right. So Pierre, you are extremely involved in many different areas in the Bitcoin space. And like I said at the beginning of this interview, soon after we finished our recording for uh, our conversation about the Bitcoin Film Fest, I saw uh, this Pay With Flash account started following me I was very interested, started following it, found out you were the one behind the project. Like we could have talked about it then, but we just had so much to talk about in that conversation and it's probably worth its entire own separate conversation. So we're having that today. Could you share with people a little bit about Flash and for myself as well, I don't quite know how this project got started. So just a little bit about what Flash is and how you got into this, this particular project. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, you know, Flash is essentially a, a payment gateway uh, that facilitates lightning payments for for businesses and we have a few innovative tools because uh we you know again we're experimenting with lightning and uh experimenting with this technology that is instant and free free payments or almost free um but the way it started was with something completely different in fact we went through different different areas so when i say we i mean me and my co-founder he's called uh, hugo uh, he's a high school friend and we never worked together in the past we did similar similar kind of things uh but when you know open ai came out and uh there was all these things that, that can be built uh, with, uh, you know, creating your own GPT using the OpenAI APIs, etc. Um, he like he called called me over to his place and, and told me, look, like you know, we can build stuff with this. Like, let's maybe try and make something. And uh, and I said, okay, but it's got to be Bitcoin related. <laughs> and so we created uh, Talk to Satoshi, uh, which was the first chatbot that used resources from. You know, Bitcoin books, uh, there's the Bitcoin standard, the price of tomorrow by Jeff Booth. There was my own documentary. There was uh, everything divided by 21 million by Knut van Holm. So there was, you know, a bunch of content like this. And you would ask it a question. It would think and give you an answer answering as if it was Satoshi. Therefore, the name talk to Satoshi. And it buzzed quite well, you know, like in one week, we had 300 articles written in every single language. So we're pretty happy about this. And, um, you know, so we were thinking, okay, well, what, what do we do next? Like, um, it's great. We buzzed. Let's try and make something. You know, maybe we can make a business out of it. Uh, we found out it, it feels like it's difficult to actually earn money with AI, um, or at least get get the right idea. But we were experimenting with with Lightning at the same time. Uh, we were also very interested in observing Noster, and uh, you know, so we just continued going with the with a different idea, which was a different project that we called Noster Eggs. Um, on the week of the release of Noster X, I met up with Hugo and we sat down and, and, you know, we were thinking, okay, well, you know, tomorrow or the day after is the release. And, and I remember Hugo telling me like, yeah, well, you know, what's the problem with, with our thing is the name, the name isn't great. Like Noster X, like, I mean, there's the word Noster in it. And what I always say is it's, I mean, it's kind of stupid. If you think of Google, they could have called themselves internet Google kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, it's a, you, know, you, can, you can do a bit better than that. And, and after that, you know, when we started thinking, okay, well, maybe we could call it differently. Well, then it was, well, actually, maybe we should have different pro products because the product that Noster X was, it's kind of technical, but essentially when you call an API as a developer, well, you request for information, um, 
And uh, most APIs, I mean, they're they're free in that sense, or you pay a monthly subscription and you get a particular key and, you know, your account can be verified this way. Um, and we thought, well, maybe what we can do is we can use Noster as the communications uh, channel for these API calls and then use Lightning to request for payments, make the payment and only then receive the answer. And, you know, it was complicated, very niche, like even more niche. You know, we're in a very niche, niche space because there's Bitcoin, there's Lightning, there's Noster, and then there's the developers in this ecosystem. Very, very niche. And so, you know, this is when we thought, well, maybe we could we could call it Flash. And, uh, and Hugo was experimenting with how we could create a paywall and uh, uh, make, uh, you know, the payment happen via Lightning. And so this was the very first product of Flash. And we went on through a, bun a bunch of different stuff. But we have two innovative products, um, one of them being a video paywall. So it's literally a snippet. You just fill in a form. You don't need to be technical at all. You fill in a form. It generates a snippet for you from our platform, and you can copy-paste this into any website, and your paywall is live, uh, and you can add it to, to a video paywall as well, which essentially you as the, the owner of, of the page and of this flash, um, you can set an interval in seconds, um, for example, one minute, and it will track the video on your website, and it will track how much the viewer is watching, and after this interval of time, uh, it will request for a payment. The idea being, you know, you can rent a film on YouTube for five bucks. You got the two hour film. But what if you could, you know, pay per blocks of 10 minutes and you just watch the first 10 minutes, you pay for that. And then you can watch the remaining blocks. But if you didn't like it, well, you just go back and watch another film and you pay 10 cents instead of paying five bucks for, for what essentially is a bad film, right? Or according to you, right? Uh, so, you know, that, that's kind of the, the idea there. But, uh, the, the second uh, innovative product we have is, a subscription plan in Lightning. I mean, literally, it doesn't exist. Uh, today, every single Bitcoin company that accepts subscriptions for whatever kind of business model they have, whether it's content or whether it's access to a platform, etc., they only accept subscription payments in fiat. And it's not because they don't like Bitcoin, they're Bitcoin native companies. It's just that there's no solution out there for that. And we're using new tech. It's called Nostra Wallet Connect that, that allows to do that. And it allows us to create recurring payments for users and for businesses to accept it. And the only thing they need to do is fill in a form on our website and they can copy a snippet. They can, you know, customize a button for themselves, their color, their own text, et cetera, add it to their website and can accept recurring payments, whether it's weekly, monthly, whatever they, they set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be helpful for some, some business owners who are listening to this, who are considering flash to, uh, have some other examples, maybe like what, what are the, the, are, are people currently using it for streaming services or what are some other uses that people are, um, that are currently active with flash? Yeah. So, I mean, we've just started, so there's very, there's very little yet, right? We're really working on, on onboarding all, all of the users as they come. Mm -hmm. Um, we're mostly focusing on, on the subscription plan, uh, we see just yesterday a use case where, uh, and, and it shows the need for this. It really shows it, which is, I think, very interesting. Um, just uh, someone selling a book 
that um, was looking for ways to be able to accept Bitcoin payments for it. And he found a, a way which was even surprising for us because that's not the point of, of the, the tool in particular. Uh, we have a product, it's, it's a payment link. So it's essentially a URL that you can generate with Flash and you can just send it to anyone, put it on a website, I mean, whatever you want. And this person has different methods to pay. It can be via their browser extension, they can scan a QR code, they can copy the invoice, or they can uh, pay with Flash with their Flash account, uh, essentially, and with the wallets they've saved uh, with us. Uh, and the this person used this product to add it onto his website that allows him to sell his book this way. So he's essentially receiving donations via via this, this payment URL. Um, and very interesting, you know, and it shows the need for an easy-to-set-up product page. That's That's how we interpret it. So it also gives us ideas onto what are the, the next things that, that we're going to build. But when it comes to subscriptions, uh, again, like this is the, the product that, that we're trying to push because it's the most innovative one. It's the easiest one to, to be able to, uh, you know, convince businesses to use. And, and we're already working with, with different people, uh, three platforms in particular. I won't say the name because, you know, not, it's not done until it's done. Uh, but in this, we have... Uh, content uh, platform uh, that, uh, you know, just education around Bitcoin. Uh, these guys are from France uh, and uh, they're going to implement this as a Patreon. So not so much, you know, you pay and it gives you access to different business tools. It's really just about supporting them and uh, getting exclusive content. I believe in the exclusive content part, uh, they haven't implemented yet. It's really just... Uh, recurrent support for uh, for them uh, from their fans followers etc um mm. then uh, we've also got a streaming platform directly uh, but they're not uh, looking only because of restrictions in terms of how their back end is built and the uh, technicals of the application not being their own application uh, but being you know some provider platform provider they're only looking at the subscription plan directly uh, as opposed to also the the paywall that I was talking about so you pay per second viewed essentially um, mm -hmm. so subscription on a streaming platform which would be the very first film streaming platform to accept Bitcoin lightning payments because again it doesn't exist in in this format uh, and also a crowdfunding platform that just wants to be able to more easily uh, implement uh, support for their users uh, via recurring pay payments, essentially like Patreon in that case. So that's you know the the first use case that that we've seen at, at this stage, and a lot of it is going to require, of course, some integrations. And the way we're approaching it is, you know, once we do an integration for one client, uh, then everything works for him. Well, we uh, use this exact same integration to be able to implement so many more uh, behind that and then integrating with different platforms like you know circle like uh, vimeo like you know and whatever uh, community management is there or just user management uh, that, that is, exists within these platforms because because generally we also have a more technical approach um, but we provide also the user management for platforms because we're Noster native. Um, our entire backend is handled via Noster. You can create an account on Flash with email and password, but I mean, that's just for added security on, on private keys. And, you know, we take custody of the private keys for users. We recommend going via, via Noster essentially for the privacy, but our entire backend and the user management that we have anyway uses Noster and Noster public keys to you know, save all of these user information that, that we need to save in order to be able to automate these payments and, and such. Uh, and that's something that we managed to allow any 
app. Uh, in fact, you know, you can really have a simple HTML website and just add a snippet that will instantly add user management and payment via this Noster integration that, that we have and uh, via Flash, essentially, that manages the payments as well. So one of the things I'm curious about is how the recurring purchase works with Bitcoin. And even as I was kind of uh, wondering that in my mind, I was thinking to myself, people who use value for value apps and they may stream Bitcoin to the creator. It's kind of the same type of thing, but on an extended basis. Uh, Is there an easy way to explain how those recurring purchases work, maybe in a like a non-technical way, because it seems like if someone could just send a request to your uh, Bitcoin wallet, like what are the intermediaries there um, so that, you know, someone can't just take all the money out of your wallet? Yeah, so uh, definitely. And that's that's an uh, important point. But essentially what the tech we're using is called Noster Wallet Connect. And it was developed Mm -hmm. by Albi and Mutiny Wallet. Um, So they're, you know, very famous browser wallets. And essentially it's... um, it's a true third layer to Bitcoin in which Lightning wallets, which so Lightning being a layer two, communicate and request and send payments to one another via Noster. So, you know, they send a Noster message to one another saying, you know, I request payment from this user. And then the invoice is sent via Noster. And then, well, I send payment. And this information is sent also via Noster. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, just this extra communication layer. And in creating this, uh, what they added is the possibility for you to create uh, connections. So you can create app connections. And essentially, you give parts of uh, control over your wallet to the app developers. And when I say you give part of it, it's a complete controlled uh, uh, authorization because you can set different uh, um, restrictions, such as you can view or not uh, users' Uh, wallet balance. You can make payments, create invoices. All of these, you can. It's literally check boxes whether yes or not you accept to give these rights to the app developers. And you can also set a budget, which is always there by default. You can of course change it to. I think on Albi they literally have it as hashtag reckless, um, uh, where there is no uh, no budget at all. Uh, but I think the recommended approach is is to 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 give. Uh, uh, to, to give a budget there. And, and essentially with this information, we store this, you know, with the user public keys, we store this information that allows us to uh, take control over the user's wallet with these restrictions. And uh, we then can create these payments for him. And as I mentioned, it's all, um, you know, we're, we're not a wallet ourselves. Uh, if you have an Obby wallet, you connect your Obby wallet to Flash, and we're then going to use this to request payments or make payments. But we're, again, just a communication layer. We don't touch anyone's Bitcoin at any point. We just make it more easy, like, yeah, just easier for um, for wallets to communi- communicate uh, between one another. Uh, and we're just creating extra experiences and ways of uh, handling payments, either it's receiving or sending payments. We're just uh, simplifying it and uh, allowing all wallets to be put into, I mean, one platform essentially, but it can be any other platform, right? any Flash competitor or any other, whatever kind of tools will come out of this tech because it's, I mean, it's new tech again. We don't know what, what, what it's, you know, what it's got waiting for us. You have mentioned that this is really focused on, you know, recurring purchases. If you're going to use this, is it something that you could use at a physical location 
in the shop. Uh, is there is there a way that you could incorporate this in your day to day one time transactions if you also want to use it for those recurring purchases? So. At this stage, no, but we do have a bunch of products on our roadmap and things that we've thought about that we'd want to be able to implement. Because, you know, um, right now we're working on making our, our, our app, our web app, we want to make it as responsive as possible so that it can be used easily on a phone and it can be installed as a progressive web app on, on any phone. And this will allow for a lot of things. First off, um, already today, if you have an account on with Flash and you've uh, added one of your wallets, and again, having an account with Flash literally means if you already have, uh, I mean, I guess, do you have a Noster uh, account? Do you have a Noster private key? Uh, yeah. So it means that you already have an account with Flash because you could log in directly to Flash with this. Yeah. We're just another Noster client, right? So you don't need to have an account with Flash per se. You have a Noster account and it allows you to log into to Flash, right? But then um, you can add your Albi wallet, for example, to your Flash account. Uh, and uh, you can, on any paywall that we have, you could already, using your Albi wallet that is a browser wallet, therefore it's compatible only on the browser, right? That's, that's the point of it. Well, you can use it to pay on mobile, which I think is pretty interesting. And so we can even more develop these kind of, ex of experiences with an app that anyone can have and use on their phone, especially for a more B2C kind of elements where you'd be able to scan a QR code directly from the Flash app, and it shows up the different wallets that you have connected. You can see what balance you have there. If you're using Phoenix Wallet, uh, Mutiny Wallet, Albi, I mean, whatever kind of wallet that integrates with Nostra Wallet Connect, it would just be there by default, and, and you, 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 could, you could see it and select what wallet you choose to pay for. I mean, you know, it doesn't happen that much because we don't... Uh, uh, we don't spend in Lightning physically that often. But just the other day, uh, we had a Bitcoin meetup here in, in Poland, in Warsaw, and uh, um, we go to a bar. It's called Bada Bazar, a very nice place, um, a very a bit underground kind of thing. But they accept payments in Bitcoin and Lightning. And I was on my way there. I was on my way there. I was in Uber, I think, and I was you know checking my phone. I was like, okay, so they accept Lightning payments. So I know I have a bunch of, uh, I mean, like you know, I have some some Bitcoin on on Albi, uh, but I can't pay with Albi there. So I'm going through all of my wallets, trying to figure out exactly in which wallet do I have enough funds to be able to do this. So I'm opening Phoenix Wallet. I'm, oh, I'm opening. Moon wallet, oh, I'm opening, you know, just going through the list and seeing where I have some funds. Well, you'd be able to see this directly in, in Flash. You'd be able to see all of them, and then you'd be able mm -hmm. to just scan the one QR code that allows you to, to choose within these. But that's the B2C part. B2B, uh, the same kind of thing is true. Again, if you can have this app on your phone, creating a point of sale system where you just input, you know, pay this amount for this product, and it generates an invoice on the go, that's, I mean, it's very simple to do. Again, if you just use our payment link right now, um, well, the payment link generates a new invoice every single time you open it up. So it's, it's the exact same logic that, that, that we'd be using. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, that we're looking at, but we're essentially trying to figure out how we can be, um, you know, uh, the equivalent of Stripe for accepting fiat payments on any platform, but mm -hmm. the same thing in Lightning because it's just very simple onboarding and no hidden fees. You know, this is like the kind of experience that we're trying to reproduce uh, so that, you know, we can be the go-to platform for accepting payments on the web for now. Excellent. And we've talked about ways people can get involved, but just for those who want a succinct answer, what's the best way for someone to get started with Flash? 
Uh, just go onto our website, uh, paywithflash.com, and from there, there's a bunch of, uh, of explanations. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that is linked there where you can see all of our explainer videos that are very short, because again, getting started, you can create your subscription plan and have it on your HTML. It takes literally two minutes. I think the video itself is like two minutes. It was important for us to keep it, you know, within the restrictions of uh, Twitter videos. So uh, X videos. So, uh, you know, it's a very, very quick uh, integration. And from our website, you can go onto our app. It's uh, app.paywithflash.com. And, and from there, there's just very simple forms. The, the easiest one I think you can create in literally 30 seconds will be a payment link that then you can just, you know, put on your Twitter account, put on your website, under YouTube, whatever it is. And anyone can always just go there, open it up, and it has a very simple way to uh, to just send you some Satoshis. And the final question burning in my mind, and therefore maybe in others' minds, is what are the fees involved here? Mm. So very simple fee kind of approach uh, that, that we want to have is... First off, as an end user, so as a customer, you don't pay any fees, like zero. The only fees that, that uh, come are for merchants, and we're taking a 1% fee. And so the way it works, again, uh, you know, we have a certain control over uh, user wallets. And so um, uh, the way it works is we don't touch anyone's Bitcoin. So the end user makes a transaction, pays a merchant. The merchant receives this, and only once he received it does 1% fee come to us. Right. So you're certain you got paid. Only once you're paid, you pay one percent fee to us, and it's always one percent, um, you know, regardless of, of the tool that, that you're using. And that's only on the merchant side. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you sharing today, Pierre. Do you have any final thoughts before we finish up today's interview? Um, no, I mean, I think you know, really, it's maybe more of a of a call out. Uh, I think uh, you know, this tech Noster Wallet Connect. I believe it's. It's, you know, it's got the potential to change a lot of the Lightning ecosystem. Um, because again, you know, today when it comes to the Lightning space, if you're a, a Lightning wallet or a Lightning uh, provider, well, you need to have a Lightning wallet and, you know, all the infrastructure that goes with it. It's a very complicated business to run, very technical. You need to take care of liquidity, all this kind of stuff. But on top of that, you need to create use cases. So that's the second thing you need to do. You need to have a team of devs that take care of building solution software essentially that easily integrates with your wallet and just gives these payment solutions or either for paying or for receive payments that is you know within their ecosystem it's for their wallet in particular Noster Wallet Connect changes that completely and it just gives this power to any developer I can build flash without having to worry about Lightning infrastructure. This remains in the hands of the wallets. If I'm connecting my Abi wallet and a transaction goes through Flash, it's not going through Flash, it's still going through Abi. So we're only bringing more traffic, right? And the only reason we can build a subscription plan is because of this tech. And the reason why we can do it and no other Lightning wallet will ever do it is because it, you know, it goes against their business model to provide a tool that any wallet can connect to and can, you know, use their infrastructure, but bring transactions like routing transactions for competing wallets. And, you know, the call out is really for just app developers to take a look at Nostra Wallet Connect and uh, wallet uh, providers to integrate their wallets with Nostra Wallet Connect and empower uh, app developers. Because I think this is how Bitcoin can, you know, really enter the mainstream is if we can 
open source and open the uh, building of new technologies and applications in Lightning. If you know, if it stays just in the space of Lightning wallet uh, providers, it's just restricted in terms of the the tools that we can build for end users. If we open it up, I mean, we and we enter a world that we still haven't explored with Bitcoin, and that's very exciting. It is exciting. Well, Pierre, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for having me. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Pierre, you can find those links down in the show notes. And if you have a subscription model for your business, check out Flash as well. As always, keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today